Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Pardonal Podcast. Um, I'm your host, David Lillick, and uh, and this week I have a special guest. But before we get into that, um, just a heads up, we're talking about a pop art review of multiple things. Um, so the past few weeks I've been doing Loki um, each episode, and episode five dropped Wednesday, and this is coming out um, Tuesday, the week after. So uh, a little behind, um, but there's a few reasons behind that. No real good reason other than the fact that um, this weekend I got to watch Black Widow. And on top of that, the What If um, trailer for the MCU came out. And so um, I have a guest this week. His name's Jeff Pitcher. He he was there for, um, I think, the first episode of Loki that came out. And uh, me and him chatted. And so he's my go-to guy other than uh, my other friend, Matt, um, who can't make it this week. But... He did express some of his feelings about Loki and Black Widow, which I might add to this too. So anyway, I just want to say thanks for um, joining in. And uh, we're going to get to dropping tons of spoilers. So if you have not seen the last episode of Loki or Black Widow yet, um, and I mean, honestly, if you haven't seen the trailer for um, What If, um, the series that's coming out with MCU, they're all tied together. Um, that's okay. Um, we can talk about it anyway. It's not going to be a real spoiler because um, it's a trailer. So, But if you uh, haven't seen Black Widow or the last episode of Loki that came out last week, um, this might be a rough one for you because we're going to be talking a lot about those. But either way, you're like, you know what? I'm not going to see them, and I hate the MCU, And uh, but I'd just like to hear um, conversations about that. Then this is a great podcast for you. Um, so yeah, just enjoy. Um, but before we get to that, I got a quick word from my one sponsor. Um, might get some new sponsors. Oh, <coughs> and before we get into that and everyone who's, um, in my, in my DMS going like, Hey, what, you're not going to interview artists and creatives and stuff like that about interesting topics other than what, what are you just doing? Will you, uh, um, an MCU commentary now? Uh, I have an interview coming up this week, so Lo and behold, um, getting back on the game, finally got uh, somebody who's interested uh, to talk to me about NFTs, and uh, that's something I'm super stoked about. And so my next um, episode will be an interview with um, a friend of mine, Kyle Barden, which I've had on the podcast, I think, way back when I started, and we're talking about NFTs, because that's something I want to get into. It has a lot to do with art, and uh, a lot to do with making money off art digitally, so... Um, stay tuned for that. But um, without further ado, here is um, my and Jeff Pitcher's review of Black Widow, Loki Episode 5, and our predictions um, for uh, the, the season finale, uh, finale Episode 6. And, uh, and maybe we'll get into what if. But hope you guys enjoy. Hey guys, I don't know if you know this, um, but not only am I a podcaster, but I'm also an artist and a pretty decent one at that, if I might say so. And if you were like, you know what, I don't believe this guy, I don't think he's that good of an artist, um, you can go check out my work at etsy.com slash shop slash pardon will. And then when you're convinced, you can also purchase all my artwork there. Now, it's not just, you know, original artwork, there's also prints and you can change sizes. So you're like, you know, I like this piece, but I don't want it too big. I want it this way or whatever. Um, you can go there and peruse my entire category that I have for sale. 
Um, and everything starting from like $5 and up all the way sky's the limit. So if you're like, you know what, um, not only do I want to judge this guy's voice and his attitude, I want to judge his art as well. You can go there. Um, and if you can't find that, you know, Etsy's not your thing. You can also go to my website, pardonwell.com. But, um, if you're, uh, wanting to check it out and want to buy a piece of art and you go to the Etsy, um, use promo code podcast and that'll get you 10% off. And that's my way of saying Thanks for listening, um, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I hope you enjoy my art, um, and that is just for you. So if you're listening to the podcast, you want to check it out, go to etsy.com slash shop slash pardonwill. Use promo code podcast, get 10% off. Um, you won't regret it. All right, we are, um, we're back, and I'm here with Jeff Pitcher. Jeff, how are you doing tonight? I am wonderful tonight. Man, can I just tell you, um, I have hated doing solo episodes um especially going over loki um it's been awful it's been a good time um but not very good not very not great i would say not great what was your least favorite part about it um me ranting about um people having opinions <laughs> on the internet and then um me having like no just me ranting i en- actually <laughs> let's be honest i enjoyed me ranting i enjoy hearing my own voice um the thing i don't like is having to talk to myself because it makes me feel crazy and so right now i feel like i'm partially responsible for you being by yourself for so long yeah because i've been too busy you are and we were like hey let's do an episode we're like i can't because i'm busy i'm like well and i guess i'm doing this on my own and so i, I think uh i think the last one was i can't i'm falling asleep and i was asleep <laughs> in minutes it yeah. was it was and it, and it was like it was like eight o'clock or something like that i was just done no it's fair it's fair man i don't have a lot of friends and so um you were especially yeah. ones that are interested in talking about loki and so tonight yeah. um tonight we're going to talk about loki episode five which is came out wednesday this is going to come out tuesday uh the week after and so we're i'm way behind because i'm a procrastinator also saw hmm. black widow saturday and so i want to talk yeah, about i watched that. it sunday i think you watched it no okay. it, was, it would have been saturday night yeah did you see um the what if trailer you you mentioned that yes you did see it okay yes yeah, yep all right yeah. and so I'll, i think i'm caught up on all things marvel <sighs> with the exception of any weird cartoons that might have come out yeah, I haven't seen any like, of those like, either. Oh, no, that's Star Wars. That's Star Wars. Like, that's not even Marvel. Oh, like that's Bad like the, Batch and stuff like that. The Dirty Dozen or whatever that is, yeah. Yeah, the Dirty Dozen. The Bad, bad Batch. batch. I, uh, I got, like, three episodes into the Bad Batch and lost. Um, oh, let's talk about this. Um, we're going to start off way early on on the what-if thing. How so, much Star Trek sucks? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Star Trek sucks. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. That's a given. Um, so... The Bad Batch, man. And so the same thing happened with Clone Wars, where I started trying to watch it because I watched Mandalorian and Ahsoka's came in and, and you have all these people that are from the Clone Wars because Dave Filoni. And, uh, and I was super stoked about it. So I went back and watched it. And then I realized, and I had a buddy of mine recently text me. He was like, hey, man, um, are you into anime? And I was like, no, I'm not. And he was like, well, this you're, might be. You're, you're not into anime? Oh, God, no. I hate anime. Oh, man. Here's why. Here's why. And this is my same <laughs> oh, argument no. when it comes to, like, Clone Wars. And it, and this is what I'm worried about with What If that's coming out. What If is a Marvel um, Studios production, which makes it somewhat canon, which we're assuming we might talk about that, why What If might be canon. Um, but it's animated version. And the only animated thing that I thought was good that wasn't, all right, so hold on. So I love cartoons, but I only like them in a comedy realm. So if they're not okay. meant to be funny, I don't like it. So I didn't like I didn't like Clone Wars. I don't like um, any of those things 
that isn't fun. But I did enjoy them as a kid. But now as an adult, I can't get into anime because it's serious. I want it to be funny. Like, I love Rick and Morty. I love Family Guy. I love all these things that are um, animated, but they're funny. They're meant to be funny. And uh, serious cartoons is like an oxymoron for me. Like, you can't Man. be serious if it's a cartoon. I I love anime. I haven't been able to um to really get into anything because of like just my schedule, but uh we have a a Crunchyroll subscription that we just got which is like an anime streaming service. Yeah. It's terrible. Like the <laughs> it's a horrible interface and it's just not great to work with, but um I I think I'm starting a, a mu- if I start a musical project ever, I'm going to call it something along the lines of Weeaboo Rock and it's just my boring ass life. But I turn it into like anime opening credits songs. God, that sounds boring too. God, that sounds so boring (laughs) too. Um, Well, now they're making a Star Wars anime. Did you know this? Yeah, well, that's my thing is I love Star Wars, but I will not watch it. I can't get through Clone Wars. I can't, I, I couldn't get through Bad Batch. Like, I can't. Like, it's, it's made for an age that I'm not. I'm not there for like I'm not I'm not that old anymore. If, uh, well, if well if they gear the anime to adults like some anime, I think Cowboy Bebop isn't really for kids. All right, um, let's have this. And arc. neither is like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. You're right. Like, that one's kind of an adult one. Let's have Gurren Lagan is another one like that. Attack on Titans. Uh, if you uh, do the subtitle ones, it's pretty uh, serious. So and not even for adults, not for kids. Not even good for adults, but not even subtitles. I couldn't get through Invincible. Did you watch Invincible? No. Dude, Invincible was really good. Um, but you said you couldn't get into it. I couldn't get through it. And so the first oh, three episodes okay. was really good, but it's so hard to take it seriously because it's a freaking cartoon. It's so hard mm. for me to deal with cartoons and take them seriously. Invincible is actually a really good, a really good... It's the same guy who made um, Walking Dead, but he made a superhero-like saga. And it's okay. really good, dude. It's... So the first three episodes are good, then the rest no, is terrible. No, no, no. Uh, sort of so, like the so first two I know, seasons I know of the, Walking Dead. I know the plot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I know the plot of the entire season, and it is phenomenal. And it deals with some really difficult subjects. Um, but I can't take it seriously because it's a cartoon. I just... It was, I, just I just don't do well with cartoons, man. Sounds like something you need to work on. Um, sounds like something everyone else needs to work on and stop making cartoons for serious people. If you're an adult, you shouldn't be watching cartoons. Watch live action. That's it from here on Ex- out. Except for except for Rick and Morty and Well, that's Family funny. Guy. Yes, that but that's comedy. And comedy is um built for anime. Or not anime, but animation. Like it's built for animation. It's comedy. I could be wrong, but I believe the cultural heritage of Japan holds anime in such a high regard because their history books were written in that fashion in manga. That might be that's sort of that's sort of how the that form of literature became uh common. So that's why it does have such roots in the mass community, especially in Japan. Yeah, actually now, I listened to an entire podcast, a guy who lives in Japan and he says a lot of their um propaganda is built into the anime style. So it sounds it oh, yeah. seems very childish because it's cartoons for them to do propaganda, I mean, not hating on Japan, but um, they have propaganda just like America does. Um, but their propaganda we, is like very. Cartoonish. We don't have American propaganda. Oh That's not come on! Thing. Our propaganda is way different, um, but it's not in cartoons, and theirs is because people in Japan are so s- susceptible to cartoon. That's their culture is um, animation. So, 
That's a weird. That's a weird. Hey, before we get into this, um, I've had a beer too. Have you had a beer too? Okay. Um, do we, I have had. I'm I'm working on one right now. Do we have a beer sponsor for this evening? <laughs> a sponsor. Well, not a sponsor, but I'll give a shout out to a plug. Uh, to Sloop Brewing. I've got a juice bomb. Sloop, here, you got a juice bomb. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like their their super soft IPA, but I couldn't find any, so I went with, I went with juice bomb. Um, here's the thing about um, the juice bombs. Um, that's the only one I know from Sloop, and so when I want a Sloop, I just call them Sloops, but it's normally yeah. a juice bomb. Um, well, usually, in, in if, you, if you get one on tap somewhere, juice bomb is what they have. Yeah, it's always what they have. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking a Saranac um, Clouded Dream IPA. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's hazy <clears throat> IPAs are everywhere now. Yeah, I mean, it's a soft, hazy, juicy Indian pale ale. Um, it's also yep. 6.8, so I'm already oh, slurring my words. Is, um, I'm already hitting it hardcore. Much. I mean, I have had... Oh, this is 6.5. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I have had hot. a... Uh, I've had two beers and a gin and tonic today, so I'm 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 doing okay. I'm also drinking a Tapachico um, to cut the, the, the beer. I don't know what that is. What's a tapachico? <coughs> and I have Corona. I'm sorry. No, I'm joking. Um, a tapachico is um, <laughs> it's a mineral water from Mexico, and uh, they oh. have different. Most of the time, it's like twisted with lime, and this one is twisted with grapefruit, and it's very good. Lots of sodium, and it definitely makes me gassy, and so kind of gassy. <laughs> Uh, on top of <laughs> right. uh, drinking. So, listeners, you hear that. Uh, David would like you to send him some Tapachico or whatever it is. Topa Chico. Topa Chico. Topa Chico. Yeah. Topa Chico. It might be because I'm from Texas, but they sell it um, at most um, health food, uh, Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've never I've never heard of it, but I've only been to Texas once, and it was to the airport, and that was it. Well, you so. can go to the the colony Whole Foods and buy Topa Chicos, man. I'm not going to drive all the way to Colony for anything, man, unless I'm getting paid. Yeah, you're out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, I'm out here. All right. My thoughts on Loki. Uh, so far, I love the show. Um, I haven't I haven't disliked a single bit yet. And um, I, think, uh, I think Marvel knows what they're doing with this one because <clears throat> they are taking their time to develop things. You, I didn't like what's her yeah. name first, uh, Sylvie. I didn't like the character. She's grown on me, so it's it. They're showing me that they know how to make you care about a character that you don't oh, like for sure. immediately, yeah. which is what they did. Yeah, absolutely. With Loki, anyway, he was like the bad guy, and now yeah, we, I agree. And now we love I him. Um, I think every episode has carried its own weight so far. There was one part in I think episode four where there was uh, like a one shot moving it was like a moving shot where they just followed yeah. them around the entire time and it was like a minute and a half of constant movement and it was awesome really well done i am i'm invested in the story i want to know who the big bad is who owns the tva it's probably king the conqueror we already know he's going to be the big bad guy coming up in the uh, the next end game event so i think they're not going to like reveal him but i think they're going to reveal someone who works for him and that could be anybody that could be they could even be mephisto if you wanted him it, it could be anyone um but it's going to be the number two bad guy because i don't think he's going to really show up on screen until uh quantum mania or possibly no i agree Shang-Chi. i agree um here's here's where i'll push back on that um, you being a writer, you know this the the keys to storytelling. You um when you show 
in the first act when you show the weapon, um, you have to fire it off. Like we talk about this all the time. You're speaking yeah, of che- Chekhov's Chekhov yeah, gun, exactly. Chekhov's dagger. Um, but that also works when it comes to villains. And so the idea that Kang is the big bad, yes, could be, but I don't think it'll be the big bad in this because you can't have, even if it's five episodes, you can't have the big villain be so mysterious that they you never got introduced to them earlier on. So the, your big bad is always introduced at least midway through. So you know a history of the big bad. They, they just can't walk in and be like, it's Kang the Conqueror and we got to fight him um, because we know he's coming in Quantumania. I mean, well, what's your thoughts on that? Storytelling. Yeah, I, no, I think, I think he, I think he'll, so I think he'll be introduced, but not as yeah. The big I, bad I think of he'll be introduced series. on the the post credits. Um, I think post credits is going to come up. Yeah, oh, yeah, the post credits, or even like, um, this is my master Kang's place. Like yeah, his like name will be dropped. Or, but he's not or the something. big bad. Like of we, this we got series. to see. Th- no. No, he's going to be like Thanos at the end of yeah, um, exactly. Avengers one. Like we we like it's going to be like that, but probably a little. It's probably going to be even more subtle because we already know Kang is going to be the big bad of the next big team up. <coughs> so we don't really need a big introduction for him. So maybe, maybe Miss Minutes is the big bad, but I feel like that's so. Gonna, here's the thoughts, and that. this is what I hear from a lot of people. I don't think Miss Minutes is either. But if it's going to be a character that we've already been introduced to, um, the most, and we're already going into predictions. Oh, let's before we go into predictions of who the big bad is, um, how do you feel about this lapse? episode with like all the hidden easter eggs of the comics like the thanos copter oh my god Dude, the thanos copter pretty good um, pretty good yeah i i I, th- I think they did a great job showing like what the end of time kind of looks like where like oh these are all these other yeah. timelines let's dump them here and so they have they had a million things they could have um they could have thrown in there and like they chose to throw the ones that the fans really wanted to see yeah i mean they had frog um Uh, a a lot of people loved alligator loki or yeah i love him too oh he's i just did an art piece and put it out there and people (laughs) i I was like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna play around and people loved it. it went it went pretty big on um my uh my social medias and i was like this is just something i i played around with wait till you see my throg painting my Throg painting is oh, way man. better. Um, well, dude, your art your art is so cool because it's it's all on the <laughs> nerd level of things, and it's all so good. And I love oh, your dude, style. Oh, it, dude, it's it's it's, cool. it's a fun style. So I am um, just a side rant. Um, so I, I've been on this Marvel kick, and and my wife is like, "You gotta start doing um, you gotta start doing paintings of stuff that's happening at the time." And I was like, "Well." I, I'm I'm so far behind. Like I just did a Falcon and Winter Soldier painting, and she was like, "But it, Loki's right now." She was like, "You need to do an alligator Loki." And I was like, "Fine, I'll do one." And so I had t- time this weekend, so I I blew up. Dude, she nailed Hail, it. Nailed and she it, was man. like, She's "People right. love alligator Loki." I was like, "No one's gonna like alligator Loki." And then I posted, it and people were like, "This is the most amazing." I was like, "I, I had no idea." So I have a Falcon and Winter Soldier painting that I have. Um, spoiler alert um, for those who follow my art. Um, it's a black and white Captain America shield, but the bottom half is splattered with blood. And uh, I was going to post it. Yep, I finished best. it like a week ago, and I was going to post it, but it just so happens like, right when I was thinking about posting it, it was like 4th of July weekend, and I was like, this might not be a good time. Maybe hold off. Maybe, and so maybe, I'm holding on not, to it yeah. <laughs> to post it later. But I'm always behind when it comes to art. Um, but I do have a throg 
that I'm going to post this week, and it's better. I like Throg more than I like Alligator Loki. Um, I like mm. Alligator Loki, and I like the art piece I did. I like the concept, but this Throg one, man, this Throg one's legit. It's awesome. Um, oh, you mean like you like your Throg? Oh, one yeah, 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 yeah. You like for your sure. Alligator Loki. Yeah, no, no, not the key. Okay, no, like, I'm talking art. I'm talking my art, my style. Um, yeah, okay. The Throg that works make, way that better. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, dude, I loved, I loved this last episode, episode five, um, because it. What? Well, I, what were you gonna say? <laughs> Well, it's like we we get to see President Loki, but it's not like it's not the President Loki that we've seen in the comics. That President Loki in the comics was taken from his yeah. universe and dumped here. He just kept going, and then he, he became just kept the president of the Lokis. And all of the all of the betrayal, I'm like, yeah. What Dude, did you I guys expect? Loved like, this it. Is I awesome. actually, I also yeah. loved. Um, and a lot of people were talking about classic Loki being in like the Kermit outfit. Um. Which I enjoyed because yeah. it was a harken back to the comics. But the thing that I also enjoyed, I saw someone post, is if you age um, Tom Hilson, he looks very much like the actor that is. I forgot the actor's name. Something oh, Grant. Yeah. Oh, Ethan, we've seen him. Ethan Grant. We've seen him in a bunch of things. Did I get that wrong. Something like that. I think so. He was in. Um, I know he was in. Uh, he was a first order he's in officer Star Wars. in uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah, and he's in a couple of other things. I think he's in Game of Thrones yeah. as well. But if you you is, put but. him side by side by Tom Wilson, um, you could tell that that would have been because people were talking about like, well, why are they all different except for President Loki looks just like Tom Wilson, like it looks like the Loki. And I was like, well, you could take classic Loki, age him, and that might be what he looks like. And then, well, yeah, because it it. it it was kind of the same timeline as Endgame, except that he didn't try to stab him. He well, yeah, and that was and a big escaped. theory upon, I mean, I listened to New Rock Starts, which is a big um, social media YouTube channel, um, that they talked about back in the day when Infinity War came out. They're like, well, what if that, that was a projection of Loki, that he let himself die, but he actually survived? And that theory was built, built yeah. into this, of being like, this is what happened when you did, yeah. and you got sent to the TVA. And so... Dude, I love that. I love the idea that all the fan theories are um, are are coming true. Like all the fan, it's super fan service, big fan service in this. Well, it is, but like you, you got to think, you've got how how many millions of people that are like us coming up with their own theories. I don't post about yeah. them anywhere. Like it's pretty that's much it. just on yeah. your show, and that's it. But someone's gonna be yeah, right for real. Like someone someone's bound to be right about it. Um, I like how yeah. they pulled this in. They were like, "Well, um, this was a fan theory that we're going to tie into the series of just being like, it's it's fan service. Man. Yep, it's fan service." Mm-hmm. As far as writing goes, I like how they showed that Sylvie could um, enchant a yeah. little tendril. Yeah, I like quickly, that. and that she's like, "You know what? I bet I can do the whole thing. I got a taste. I bet I can do it." And it takes a lot of work and everyone's help, but she eventually gets to. So we had our own little like Loki yeah. Avengers. Yeah, I agree. Group. Yeah. That, Not that to harken back, but how'd you cool. feel about the idea um, that when the um back in episode three when the buildings were falling in the end city and Loki was able to telekinetically push the building back? I was pulling the time stone theory, but he obviously doesn't have a time stone. Episode Wait, three. Say that again. When they're in the end city. Um, when the city's about to be crumbled and they're about to be crushed by a building, Loki telekinetically pushes the building away from them. Um, 
Do you remember that scene? Right at the end. Dude, right at no, the end I when don't. the city was crumbling. Huh. When they're trying to get to I forgot what they were trying to get to. Um there was a whole scene where a building was falling on him and Sylvie, and he stops it telekinetically and pushes yeah. it back. And people were talking about, like, well, that's not his power. He's he's an illusionist. He doesn't do that. And so I was saying that maybe he has a time stone from when he picked up in episode one or episode, and he stopped it and, and reversed it, it back. So I was like, back in time. he might have a time stone. Oh, Christ, he, because he's he's not in the it might work. anymore. So it might why work. wouldn't you open the drawer that's and pull cool. the time stone like when that. he holds the time stone? That's a time stone. Why wouldn't he pocket that? I would pocket that just for keepsake. Yeah. Um. But it doesn't appear that that's coming up at all uh, at, in any of this. So, Well, I feel like if, if he was using the time stone, then we would have seen... Was it green? Was the magic... No, it wasn't. It wasn't. He just was magic green? pushed the building back, which kind of um, comes back with this mm. whole theory of like, well, I don't know how to enchant. She was like, well, you can. You can learn. Hold my hand. And they enchant Elias together. Well, I mean... Magic is magic, so if you're super skilled in one school, you might be able to uh, that's my, readily pick up another that's my school. Point. It's like, oh, yeah. He might be able to be it's like telekinetically like, change things, but he never knew he could, or he never showed that power. Um, so I'm kind of lost. There's a few loopholes, or a few like plot lines that I'm, I'm losing on this. Um, my last podcast um, was two weeks ago, and I, I, I wrecked shop, dude. I was pissed um because i went back to um you remember in you're right there yeah i'm good my uh, these headphones are really tight that's all uh yeah my good ones are inside um that's fine i don't i don't i don't need these i'm monitoring all right so my big thing with um do you remember episode three when i think it was episode three when they caught her and she dropped all of the um the weird, like, we're going to annihilate the time events, and she dropped them all in the rocks cart. Like, she dropped them all through the timelines. And that was a big thing. And then everyone was freaking out. Yeah. Like, well, this timeline, it says all these different, you know, times and space and planets. And people were freaking out about that, being like, this is huge. And then the next episode was them kind of hanging out and getting on a train and trying to figure out a time source. And then the next episode was like, yeah, we solved it. Like, it was like... This big event that they played us for in episode two or episode three, and then we never really got a re- resolution. They just solved it, like they just fixed it. Um, I think. Oh yeah, I, I kind of right, have tell a solution me about for that. that. I was very sour about that in my last podcast episode. Yeah, so it was. They left it alone so blatantly that I think it was on purpose to be fixed by something later. So. <clears throat> um, the the reason the uh like you saw all of the yeah. nexus events happening yeah. everywhere um so you had that branching timeline all over the place this is why i think king the conqueror is who's behind the tva all of the timelines that aren't allowed to move forward are all of the timelines he has conquered and he is now going and mopping up all of those so they aren't a big deal to kang he's already okay. trimmed those branches okay. So now he's just going back and cleaning up, but he has the TVA to do all gotcha. the little stuff. Gotcha. Because if if they can manage the timelines without him, then he can go on and take on things like Galactus that might yeah. take his hand. Like yeah, like he, they might need his strength to defeat him or whatever it would be. 
as opposed to, oh, we can trim this timeline just by stealing Loki out of it or whatever. So I think it was kind of left alone because it's being handled off screen and we're going to see who did it, why, and when. See, see I don't, I don't think so. I don't think we're going to get that. I think they pulled I think they pulled a missing persons in Jimmy Woo. And so I went off on my last podcast about that whole, like, it's a giant Nexus event and here's all these dates and all the nerds, like, Screen Crush and New rock stars were like, it went to Ego at this timeline and it went to, like, Oklahoma in this timeline. It was just Marvel being like, toss out a bunch of random stuff, let the nerds fight about it, and then we're going to forget yeah. about it and they're going to be yeah. distracted. Um, same um, way with... See, hold this, on. This same is, this with is, this Wanda. Is why I can't, well, we I can't. never got an idea of who the missing persons was for Jimmy Woo. No, that's okay. That's okay. This is an interweaving universe, and I do this in my writing. It's funny because I don't have any of these particular things published yet, but I have a million characters that have shown up in my writing and a million little loose ends that I'm like, oh, man, I can run with that and make a story out of it later. So if they give us all of these multiple timelines and they don't touch on them, that might just give us the multiverse <laughs> of madness, and that's Maybe, how it starts. what if they don't go back to Because now we have... Well, now we have they have, they have no. That's what multiverse Dude, of madness right, is so going to be. So the missing for. persons in uh, Westview. That can be anybody. The missing person could be, uh, dude. It could be Logan. For you all think we they're going to bring anybody. that back? Or they're just going to forget about it. No, I think I think they probably have a catalog of like, hey, the writers did this. All what right, can we fair, do with it to fix fair. it? So. You know, like they're, they're gonna and when they do that and turn it into fans a are gonna blow origin. their minds out. They're gonna be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. As long as as long as long as they do it well, like that. I love when they're they're they try to be sneaky about something, and then when they do the reveal, yeah. you're like, no, "Yeah, no true. shit." <laughs> like, like I like when they can surprise people, and they're not really surprising me with Loki, but the storytelling is good and emotive, and this is something that. So many things are getting wrong. Marvel's getting it wrong a lot too. I care yeah. about Loki, and it. I know, and I understand his character because we've seen him so much. To watch him fall in love with himself because Very he's a nice. narcissist. Very nice. Is I amazing. Love this take. I love it's, it. It's and it hark, it harkens a little bit to um, the Scarlet Witch and. Um, Quicksilver, because yeah, they're twins, but they have a romantic relationship in the really? comics at some point. Um, I don't, I don't remember what universe it is, but uh, but there there is something there. They might not be twins in that universe. I can't remember, but there's definitely a, a connection there, um, and we we see it in Loki, well, a little bit of it in Loki and Sylvie, not really saying they love each yeah, other, but totally sure. loving each other. Um, and it's a and it's probably a forbidden love, and they might be able to play that up to an extent. I don't know; they don't need to, because um, all the other Loki's are like, yeah, "Yeah, I love myself too. I got it." Um, so I, I like um, I like the emotive storytelling, and that is one of the things that Black Widow. All right, didn't hold on. Before me. we get there, let's stay on Loki. Oh, I was that trying was to. I was trying segue, to give you a segue. I have some questions because we, we gotta get into predictions. <laughs> Um, before we get into Black Widow, so predictions. Mm. You say it's Kang. Do you think Kang is going to be the big bad, or what's your prediction? I think Kang is. I think we're going to get our whispers. first whispers yes, of Kang in in 
like we're gonna get our first whisper or glimpse or dialogue or something of him. We're gonna get a, at least in the a next head episode head or something, which we kind of already have because one of the one of the three uh, timekeepers um, does and look the, like Kang. The Stark building in the devastation had Kang on the side of it, but it was Q A N G. It's true. Which it was uh, Nathan Richards. It was one of the is a version of Kang. Exactly. But yeah, Elias, we've already seen Elias um, as well the future. was involved with Kang. We have Renslayer. Like all these signs point to Kang, but I don't I don't think as far as storytelling. Yeah. So yes, like it would make sense that Kang was the end of the road. But as far as storytelling goes, like the way you write it out, you don't it wouldn't, it wouldn't make, make sense. sense for this it wouldn't one. make sense. Yeah. It would make sense for Quantumania if Loki sets it up for Quantumania. Like that would only be it. So I would have we don't actually, we don't really need Loki to do that, though, because we have uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and you see that quantum city. Yeah, in Chronopolis. The Chronopolis. Um, that, yeah. I, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure no, that's been confirmed. No, it is, but it, it also looks a lot like the TVA, yeah. also. It, it, it does. There are things, well, there are things like, um, well... You've got the Sphinx is there, but the Sphinx still has his nose. In Loki. Um, a bunch yeah. of weird There's things. a lot to yeah. tie in, man. So There's like, a lot to it, tie in. Um, like, maybe maybe Kang went and got... <laughs> he went and got one and goes, you know what? I think I like the Sphinx without the nose better. And so he threw the one he had out and then brought the other one into Grenoble. Well, here's the thing. He so if the big bad at the end of Loki um, most likely won't be the big bad in Phase 4 of the MCU. But Kang... But Kang does no, have I, the potential to be the big bad. He could be the Thanos of. Oh no, he that's been that's been confirmed that he's the Thanos he of this phase. No, no, he he's been confirmed I'm as pretty, being in Quantum Media, but not the big bad, not the big oh, bad. Oh, I thought he was confirmed mm-hmm. to be the big bad. No, oh, okay. But I, the I, thing I, with I apologize. That is if he's the big bad in Quantum Media, he can't be the big bad in Loki. Like he can't be it. He could be. He has an underling. He has something Introduced. underneath him that could be. Um, dude. It's Mephisto. <laughs> no, we both know it's not Mephisto. Um, all it's not. It doesn't work. It could have been if they right, ran so with it from the as first a writer, episode. You're a writer. I'm okay. a writer. We both write. Um, if if I was gonna, if I'm gonna play with all the rules, with all the rules, it's either Renslayer or it's a evil version of. An advanced Loki, like it has to be, has to be. Yeah, it's 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 not Renslayer. I think they've played her out. We can't <coughs> well, really get. Well, we have that Mobius is going back to um back to the TVA, and so we're gonna get a fight between him and Renslayer, unless she um somehow gets to where Loki and Sylvie are. Um, but we also know we're gonna get a fight inside that castle on the rock that we saw in the trailer. And so I would say it has to be a, like a King Loki. It has to be, has to be someone we've already been introduced to. So I would assume it's a Loki. I'm I'm putting my cards out there. My prediction is we're gonna get a Loki, just like we were like well, the Power Broker. Who could it be? Um, of course it was Sharon Carter because we were introduced to her early on. Of course like it was. they do this all the time. They give you the evil player. Uh, midway through, I think they can't do that. They can't do that. They twice do that in, in two every series. series. Like that. Every series has that. Well, who's the evil person in in um, you know Wandavision? It's Agatha. She was there like season episode three. Like they do that. 
Yeah, it was Agatha all along, but the real villain is actually Wanda in that True, one. That's too complex to narrow down. The big antagonist like was Agatha, and the big antagonist of Falcon and the Winter Soldier was Sharon Carter. She was the power broker, and so in the, I would argue, <laughs> I would argue that the big antagonist was actually the uh, oh, federal oh government in uh, in semantics. But you see what I'm saying? Like, there's <clears throat> semantics. This is semantics. Dude, they're, they're they're clearly trying right, to murder the but children. There's, there's a mystery in each episode. It's Scooby Doo all over again. Who's under the mask? Like, it's always Scooby Doo. They're playing the Scooby Doo card in each one of these series. And the Scooby Doo for WandaVision is who's behind this all? Yes, it was Wanda, but Agatha was kind of playing a part. Man, I don't know. I think the writing in ha, in Loki has been too clever for them to do the same old trope I don't that Marvel's so. done this whole time. They've already challenged. They've already challenged some stereotypes with it. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they give us something better. It's not going to be Kang. Saying, He's going to be hinted could it be? at. Who would you suggest? I, I think it's another Loki. I think it's if, Loki. Out, out of out of the people out of the people that we've met in Astrid the show Renslayer, so far, Miss Minutes or Loki, pick pick one of those. <laughs> Lady Dude, Sith. if it's her, <laughs> I would love that. That would be great. Like, it, she just shows up. Unless and she goes, You'll like always a be alone. You always will be. And she kicks him in the Unless balls and the credits roll. Yeah. Which people are saying that he's a variant of Loki. I think Mobius is a variant of Thor. I think he's a variant of Thor. That could be why they get along That's the way they I'm get saying. along. I think I think Mobius is another Thor. If oh man, yeah, but his obsession with jet skis. Is a weird dagger to like, or it's a weird thing to leave there. Well, why, why does Thor, Thor love, love snakes? And we saw him appreciate snakes in Ragnarok. And so, which brings in Kid Loki because that whole story about him being like, I love snakes. And then he transformed into a snake and then he stabbed me. And, and he, that could have been, that could have been, yeah. and Thor dies. And then now you have Kid Loki um, who killed Thor because he turned himself into a snake, then reappeared and stabbed Thor. Yep. Yeah, it was it was the yeah it was yeah the alternate universe where Thor actually died. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. I love um, the idea of this. So let's move. Who who is your big bad? Who's your big? Yeah, bad? you know what, Moby. It, I don't think there is a big. Someone's bad. in the castle. Someone's in the castle. No, no, I don't think so. Oh, someone's in the castle, but there's there won't be a showdown. Whoever the big bad's going to be, they're not going to die at the end of it. They're not even going to be defeated at the end of it. It's going to be a. Stalemate. And that's how they're going to end the series. No conclusion. Just pretty sure you said this on Matt's show a couple of months ago uh, that it's uh it's a it's leading into we're, another one. There's no we're getting definitive a end, and we are also gonna get Kang in Quantumania. So I would assume um, yep. there's gonna be somebody there that they're gonna have to defeat though, because it have the story has to move on beyond just the mansion. So maybe. What if they just what if what if they just defeat the TVA and in its defeat they reveal that it's Kang behind it. But the TVA so itself who's as, in a, the as a government ish entity. No one. What if he gets there and it's like a mirror and it's like you are and he's the one. He's the one who's in charge of it. That's that's too meta. He'd know. He's he's too clever. He wouldn't get he wouldn't be fooled by that. I think I think if if anything, it's going to be another Loki assume. variant, or it could be an evil Thor variant. Who who else? Actually, you know what? We can look at any of the Thor storyline for a potential bad guy. True, true. Because it's yeah. it's Loki's storyline. 
So we can look back to that because they do like taking deep cuts. And since we're talking about multiple universes, it could be someone who's dead. Could, could be. So Odin. Dude, what if it's an Odin? Dude. Dude, what if it's an Odin that variant? Nuts. Yeah. Dude, a variant of the old father? That'd be I crazy. Love that. I love that idea. Okay. I'm, I, I don't think it's going to happen, I but I want to see that. That's cool. Um, I'm with you on that one. All right. All right. So let's move on. So predictions, we already decided that we don't know. Um, Well, who do you think it's going to be? You said it's going to be a variant of Loki, but uh, what kind of variant? I think it'll be just an old, bitter Loki um, that he's going to have to defeat. And then. Oh, oh, wait a minute. What? Nope. Classic. It's classic Loki. It's classic Loki. You think he was playing the whole, the trick the whole time? Dude. He's such a powerful, um, he's such a powerful uh, magician, for lack of a better term, with all of his. Dude, they would have to brought a big actor in to be the villain, and they didn't. They didn't mention it is most likely classic Loki. Loki. Oh my god, dude! You're Holy totally hell, right. dude! It's yes. perfect. Because you don't see you don't see his body, you see his helmet, but the rest of him is vaporized. Dude, that's a fake all of his concept. armor, his robes oh, are gone, but his helmet's he's still there. Him in. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, classic Loki. I love the idea. He's the villain. And what? And what if? Oh, dude, what if it's a? Yeah, I wanted you to come here because I want you to help yes. me rule the TVA. And Loki, our and our Loki is like, it's like a Vader. We can rule the yeah. galaxy as father and son kind of thing. And lo, and our Loki is like, you know, that actually sounds pretty cool. <laughs> and then that's when they start fighting Kang dude. the Conqueror. Like then then. Then they are diametrically Dude. opposed to Kang. I love it. So I love yeah. I love that that theory. That's I I want to see classic Loki paper. as the bad guy. I paper. think that's good. I agree. We because we've seen him in two episodes. Yep. Yeah, right. He's been uh, th- Th- uh three because he showed up at the end of no, one. He didn't. Um. So like he's been in. Yeah, he showed up at the end of episode. No, he's just been in episode four. Five. Five. Yeah, five. And he showed up at the end of episode four. three episode when he, four. in the post credit scene he lands. All right, I'm nope. lost. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure episode three is when. Uh, oh shit! Hang on. Holy hell! Wow! I, everything <laughs> is just blending <laughs> together, man. I All right, know. let's move on to Black Widow. Um, but I gotta take a break. Is that cool? But yeah, we've seen him for a couple let's of episodes. Yeah, go ahead. This episode is sponsored by None of Your Business. Noneofyourbusiness.com. We have all of your privacy needs. This might actually be a real uh, company, and I just realized that I'm giving them a, an ad, and I, I don't really know anything about them. Um, they, uh, they, they cater to all of your privacy needs. Um, tinted windows, um, chastity belts, all of the above and below. That's right. Noneofyourbusiness.com slash pardonwillart. So I just did an ad read for none no, of your business dot com. <laughs> Dude, it's like I'm, go- I'm probably gonna cut it, but no, I'll send it to you that. anyway. Um, I'm totally done with that. All right, Jeff. Jeff, so tell me about your thoughts. Um, we did Loki. Tell me your thoughts about Black Widow. I thought this no movie was way. a waste You're of thirty dollars. Oh, we're gonna fight, bro. We're gonna fight. We're gonna fight. <laughs> okay, let. Let me give you my like my like th- I don't have an outline on this. I usually do, but I just you know we we're going at this one a little bit 
a little a little bit um, yeah, free, yeah, for, free all. for all in here. All right. Here are my three things I don't like about it. It's it uh, and our friend Matt who was on um, mm -hmm. he's been on your show before. No, we're on or, his. Or were we just on uh, his? But yeah, he has thoughts and I'll bring it, them it, up. Either way, like, so he said that like it's it's five years too late. Okay, sure. No, I agree. Like we should it have gotten five this years too like late. around. It is. It is. And that's and and we can't do anything about that. Whatever. But, uh, the movie started out way too slow. It's paced similarly to, uh, like the um Captain America and the Winter Soldier, like the the second Captain America film. But it's not as good. <laughs> Wait, stop. Full stop. Uh, full stop. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started yeah. out too slow. It started out too slow. I mean, I, I liked the um the American spy thing. Wait. I really liked the whole David Harbour as a as a nineteen nineties dad thing. Like the first couple scenes were cool. Well, started off too okay. slow. Give all right, give me give me a second. All right. Let me let me quantify this. So it started off. The opening scene was fine. Like I like the whole David uh, David Harbour's character, Alexi, the Red Guardian. He's there with his quote family, and he's a sleeper cell or he's a spy, and they do what they need to do and they get out. That's fine. But so much of this movie was explaining the Red Room and explaining the history and all this other kind of stuff, and I'm like, I don't need to know all of that. All you have to do, you you show me the stuff. With um, her break, okay. Start, start the whole movie over like again, 100%. and this is what I would do. This is how I would start the movie. I start the movie with Scarlett Johansson breaking Alexi out of jail, breaking the Red Guardian out of that Russian prison, and as soon as it, it, he realizes who she is, and they have a moment of quiet. It's just her breaking him out. It's not her sister. It's just her. They have a little moment of quiet, and then we see them growing up in America. Mm. I don't love flashbacks, but I like, but I think that would have been a better way to start the movie. Started out like a James yeah, Bond film where you see the mission, and then that mission comes to a close, and then you explain what's going on. That way you capture your audience right away, and then you give a little bit of exposition, and she's like, I need to find the red room, and I know you know where it is and he regrets everything he's done and he wants to do nothing more than to help his daughter find right, a red so i agree except for the fact that you um you have to build um her and her sister because that's the main plot of the story you have to build oh that no that's up. that's to, which that's, means in your story you have the, to build it up ah uh, i think it was incorrect to show the bond between her and her sister because in Endgame, they show the fact that she never knew who her father was, and it bothers her. Wait, what? You already see that about her. Yeah, they don't talk about her sister. They talk about um, Nata Natasha son of Ivan when, she, when they're getting the, um, the soul stone. They're getting the soul stone, and Red Skull <laughs> calls her son of Ivan, which could mean she or da daughter of Ivan, which means she could be a daughter of Russia. Period. Or she never knew who her dad was, but yeah, her dad's name was that. Ivan. She and she, no, but she was bothered she by it who, because what? Because he says because no, 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 no. That's the thing. Uh, Hawkeye says what? You believe him because he knows because he knows who your daddy is, and she goes, I didn't. Or because he knows your daddy's name, and she goes, "I didn't," and she's clearly bothered by it, and it is upsetting her, which is why we needed a little bit of her, or a lot of bit of her, and whoever her father figure was, and that's 
the Red no, Guardian. That's Alexei, not a real uh, uh, father. Kostov. That's not his father. No, no, it's her father. Yeah, but that's not figure, what Red Skull David. does. He doesn't give you like, well, here's your influence. No, 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 no. That's the thing. No, no, no. They show that she's bothered that she doesn't know who her father is, but this guy does. So when you see her bonding with who wasn't her father, but who raised her, that's kind of already built into her character. You don't have to force a sister into it who wasn't there but beforehand. The, the, the highlight, the her sister movie is not about Scarlett Johansson. It's not about. Um, the Black Widow. It's about her no. sister. Why? Well, her plot. It's about that. It's called. It's called Black Widow, and she's the oh character we know as Black Widow. This up. No way. No. It's not. I did. I did. And dude, think about it, dude. A story about a not father, like a stepfather, a father that stepped up to really, who thought he was doing the best for his daughter that wasn't really his daughter, and then at the end of the movie, he really does what's best for her, and they like. They, and they stand their ground and they fight the big bad at the Red Room because he knows how to get them. And they have the whole family unit anyway. You can show the history with the daughter or, or with the sister. You can show that all immediately. But the movie should have started with them breaking him out of jail oh. the way Iron Man started with no, him getting I kidnapped. I disagree. Well, I, well, I, well, disagree, I disagree with you. So, Son of a gun. I disagree with you. I loved the intro. My biggest problem was um, if you don't know what a Russian sleeper cell was, that was very confusing. Dude, everybody okay, knows what a Russian sleeper cell confusing. is, man. Have you paid attention to the 2016 election, man? <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's talking true, about Russia, true. you know? Every, everyone everyone knows what a spy is, and you're not watching a Black Widow Marvel movie without already knowing a little bit of the spy, like, nomenclature. True. She's a Russian. So, like, it's, so, it's, it's kind of um, already known. Black Widow's big arc is the idea of family. Um, the same way it was with, like, um, Dom Toretto in Fast and Furious. Did you watch Fast and Furious 9? <laughs> I've never oh, so seen good. any anyway, of the Fast so, and Furious movies. The closest to Fast and Furious I've ever seen is Star Trek Beyond because Justin Lin directed it. Uh, the yeah, Fast yeah, and yeah. Furious director, like one of the guys who directed those movies, he actually did a okay. great job. Well, with that actually, movie. that's wrong. Um, the closest yeah. thing you've seen to Fast and Furious Nine was Black Widow because um, this was so. Which close is why it, to Fast which is why it fucking because it's sucked, all about man. family. This entire <laughs> thing was about family. It was about having a fake family and then coming together in a family sense upon somebody's fake, and even at the yeah, you don't um you don't need good plot you writing don't. when you've got family. And Dom Toretto would be there and if you're like, Yes you do, he would shoot <laughs> you with a shotgun. Um because Vin Diesel does that. Wait, isn't isn't yes, isn't Dom the Dom Vin Toretto. Diesel guy? Yeah. Yeah. Dom is the one that's saying that you don't need good story writing. And when you disagree, he shoots you with the shotgun. That was my point. Yeah. And then oh, runs you fine, over whatever. in a sixty seven GTO. Um Dude, I liked it. I liked the intro. It, um, th my problem was the rest of spoiler alert for anyone listening. Um, oh, don't listen to Dave's show about like oh, pop geez. culture if you haven't that's seen just it. Bad form. Just, don't do that. Bad form. It's your own Peter. fault. Um, that's a hook reference. All right. So, uh, yeah, I loved it, except for the fact they made Red Guardian um, a bad A, which he was. Um, and then later on in the film, they made him into a, a dumb, like a dummy. Like he's 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 the comic relief. But the whole first part of the film, he's awesome. Oh, 
Am I? Am I? Am I not allowed? I to don't. Am cuss. I not allowed you to cuss? cuss. No, you cuss all you want. Please fill in my cuss words. When I say okay. he's a dumb a, you say. But oh uh, yes, uh, damn. that word no, too. I, I, damn, I'll, I'll work on it. Damn, on he's it. a dumbass. He's a dumbass. In the rest of the film, he's <laughs> the comic relief. He's the guy. You were like, um, you're supposed to be awesome. You you yeah. shot shield members in a car off a side of a wing of a plane like you should be amazing and he's just an idiot the rest of the film um i also don't like how they didn't explain anything of him being a super soldier like we went through a whole falcon and winter soldier they didn't need to ex- they didn't need to explain that everyone knows dude everyone knows that the red guardian is is the russian equivalent to okay. or almost equivalent, the counterpart. Fair enough. To How did he get America? that? Because the entire Falcon and Winter Soldier was the replication Dude. of Captain America serum, and they didn't mention anything about the yeah. Red Guardian. How much do you know about Russian intelligence? David? I know a ton. Um, I'm joking. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Dude, the. Dude, the, dude, like the the KJB, the, the KGB is a pretty like t- they're pretty. They're gonna make agency, one. You know? They're gonna make. They're not gonna, they're gonna let make that one. Slip. They're gonna make one guy who has superhero surgery. Um. So so I have a I have, I have a question for you. Um. Because you you, you love, love the Winter Soldier, yeah. right? You uh the the movie. Cool. Yes. Did you love Civil War? Now were those Russian super soldiers yeah. in a Russian so okay so that's what I thought too. Yes, that that's totally true. They yeah. were. I was like Sokovia. That's yeah. Russian, but that's East European. Also, also, Sokovia is not even in Russia. Also, David, you're you're forgetting something that we just saw. We didn't even know Isaiah Bradley was a super soldier until we met Isaiah Bradley. Fair enough. So, no one knew about him. No one knew about him. So why would anyone know about? That's the Captain America. I think that he fought, and he also on. ended up in jail. Wrong. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, Isaiah Bradley was in in prison okay. for thirty years, and so that would have been the time during the Red Guardian. He would have been in prison, so he didn't. Fight okay, him. he made that up. That was sure. a lie. Okay, or he fought someone who he so thought to be just Captain super America, and it could have been. We just don't know about him. Yeah, and dude, he's in jail just like Isaiah Bradley was, and that's why we didn't know about Isaiah Bradley. They buried it, and the Russians are pretty good at burying yeah, stuff. No, true. That's true. Yeah. I just can't I wanted a little bit more backstory on. to the Red Guardian, other than the fact that he's like, well, you know, like I was a Red Guardian, and then the Cold War ended, and so you sent me into a sleeper cell, and I have these two daughters and this wife, and then um, then we steal this information that has to do with the Winter Soldier somehow, um, but not... Yeah, I didn't. Um, I, I think the connections to Dude, America they were, were a way loose, loose. way and the, loose. And they the, didn't tie much in. Well, and the, and the and the and the magic, the magic red mist. I didn't really give a shit about. I'm like, oh, okay. It it somehow counteracts yeah. mind control. I agree. All right, it's a it's a little hand wavium, as we say, where it's like the science doesn't really matter, but like you can kind of believe it. I'm like, I okay, agree. kind of. Um, but like you also have this like r- like Russian version of a helicarrier that's just a base that's floating in the air, and it looks yeah. like shit, but it's working, yeah. which is kind of Russia. <laughs> so yeah, so so I didn't have to suspend my disbelief. Right, so for that. let's talk about Budapest. <laughs> do you, do you like the the? Okay, it's Buda. It's oh Budapest. My God, this was a but, scene yeah. in the movie. Um, so do you <laughs> like the the hints to Clint? Do you like how they tied that in? Was that enough or was it um, not enough? I like I I think that that was good 
Um, I like the amount that they talked about Budapest. I like this um, this character who's like I like that guy too. Houses. Yeah, I wish he um, would. I wish like, he would have been name dropped at least in the earlier ones. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah. Did they give his name at all? I don't think so. But I would at least like him being introduced I only... into the earlier phases. Well, we'll probably see him in probably in Hawkeye's yeah, most likely series. Because uh, because if they're in the same spy circles and and Budapest keeps coming up, it would kind of he make obviously sense. knows who um, is. I love he obviously yeah yeah of course he does yeah um, now I think that the references to Budapest were enough. I also liked the whole hey she's on the run and she knows how to disappear. This is pretty good. This makes sense for her character, and she she needs to wipe the red out of her ledger. She's going to figure out how to do that. Okay, great, but um, she. My my only issue with all the Hawkeye connections is that all of a sudden, okay, we now we're gonna manufacture a conflict and we're gonna have her sister try to go kill Hawkeye, and that's what Hawkeye's gonna be about. Um, I don't, I don't like, I don't like. It was too easy, you know what I mean? There could have been a better uh, yeah. way to bring um, yeah. bring Val back into it. Like it, it was, it was a little lazy, kinda and contrite. I'm like, kind of contrite. Okay, like it felt out of place. Yeah, yeah, like I. I just expect a little more from Marvel in that respect because our end credit scenes are supposed to go, oh man, as opposed to like, oh come on, really? Yeah, we know Hawkeye but did it, to, and this is just you have to this think is COVID. just a lie. So something was yeah. adjusted for COVID because this movie was co- supposed to come out way <sighs> before Falcon. This movie was supposed to come out only three months into yeah, COVID nineteen. So this movie was this movie was already written. And mostly shot beforehand, so there's no excuse there. Well, I don't know. The movie, the movie was no. The, see, that's the thing. The movie was already pretty much finished. All they were doing was finishing up some VFX <sighs> and maybe a couple of reshoots here and there. But the main, the script would no, have no, been no. done I'm not, I'm already. Not saying that. I'm saying princi- the, the fact that and principal. Oh, no, no, that's the thing. Principal photography would have been finished already before COVID hit. So. What does COVID have to do with the the hand fisted arrival of Val saying, "Yeah, Hawkeye killed your sister"? Don't you want to go kill him? Cool. I don't think that's how they planned it. I think they edited after Falcon and Winter Soldier came out of being like, "Here's your here's your character that you should already know." And then when she blows her nose, and you're like, "Oh, I know who this character is already," because that was supposed to happen way before. I I don't think they. They they might have they might have edited something out yes, because you already know her that's and they point. like removed her. Yeah, yeah, but like the the whole connection to Hawkeye and her trying to pit the sister again. I don't remember her name. New Black Widow against um, Clint. I'm like, yeah, she's a super spy. She's gonna see through this. I don't like, think so. It's gonna be I don't think fine. So. No, no, no. I think it'll come. I think it'll come to a head, and she's gonna be like, oh. Well, we're also oh, okay. we're, um, we're well, building then the she's the bad guy. Like we're building them in in front of us. Like we're watching the Thunderbolts be built. Like Zemo, John yep. Walker, and now I think it's Elena Boulevard. I, I don't know. Yeah, Elena. Um, we're yeah. watching the Thunderbolts be built in front of us, and I love that. I love what Marvel's doing. Um, yeah, man, I dig it. I dig it. I'm I'm here for all of it. Yeah, I like I uh I was like, yeah, I, I got to watch it. You know, it's like I don't really have a lot of time to watch TV or movies. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to 
took a couple hours and watched it. I started at one in the morning and I <laughs> watched until like three thirty. And um I was like, All right, uh, the the Disney Plus account yeah. is in my wife's name. So I Venmoed her thirty bucks. I'm like, I'm gonna get the movie. Like I'm just gonna get it. And I'm like, God damn it, I shouldn't have bothered with it. <laughs> But I'd watch it eventually anyway, but I didn't need to see it now. I could have waited until October when it was available for um, everybody. I watched it in theaters. I thought it was great. I thought it was great, dude. Oh, oh man, you yeah, went to the theater dude. to oh, see it? Yeah. No. Dude, I am I am so done seeing movies. Oh no, I like, movies to. in theaters. I love it. I love it. Nope. If if they give if they give me premiere access, think about this. If I want to go see a movie in uh, on a big screen, not IMAX, I don't care about that. But I want to go because it usually just doesn't look Fair. as good, and the audio actually doesn't Fair. really hold up as well. Um, and it's usually in 3D, and I don't want to see that. I don't want to wear glasses. I got surgery, so I don't have to wear glasses Fair. anymore. Why do That's I want to wear plastic glasses at the theater? But I want to see it on a big screen. I want to go with my wife. It's going to cost me $36. Oh, and there's going to be some kid whose mom is asking him questions about why Luke Skywalker <laughs> isn't showing up in Rogue One. That's a real <laughs> fucking thing, by the way. That actually happened. And I'm like, hey, can you stop talking? She goes, oh, I didn't realize I couldn't talk to my son in the movies. I'm like, the screen literally asked you not the, to talk. The robot behind please the stop film is telling you, please stop talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please stop talking. Um, yeah. So I would rather watch it at home where I can eat what I want, drink what I want, and I don't have any idiots around me making noise or their phones on. or You know what I mean? Yeah, it might be... Um a creature habit. I like the idea of leaving the house and sitting in a place that I'm unfamiliar with with a uh, bucket of popcorn that I did not make. Ill. Oh, Dude, I'm literally about to hang up on man, you. No way. That's one of the things that I love the most about the movies. <laughs> I think it's because I I worked in a movie theater yeah, and I so never, I got free I've popcorn all there. the time. And I'm probably popcorn, just um, when I go to the movies, just a weird side note for me, um, I've already had too many beers to explain this, but um, do it. <laughs> when I go to the movies, it um, makes me feel like I'm, life is not near as bad as, like, that's my gauge of when life is really bad, is when I can't afford to go to the movies. And so when I go to the movies, I feel prosperous. Like, I feel like life is okay enough to where I've been able to afford a ticket, um, the largest popcorn with the most butter. And a giant large Pepsi. I don't Dude, drink like, Pepsi. I've I, never drank I, Pepsi outside of a movie theater. Like I don't. I don't drink soda <laughs> outside of a movie theater. When I take a sip of soda, it means life is good. Life is good enough for me to be able to sit and spend fifty dollars on a movie I could watch at home <laughs> for ten, but I'm watching it for fifty dollars in a theater. And hopefully, um, the guy sitting next to me is not going to narrate it. Um, or laugh too loud, and so that's where I'm at. That's that's where I'm at in life. Man, I um I think I'm just more of an introvert than might you, be, and that could be, be why. Um, but there's also triggers I have. Yeah, I, have triggers, I like I. And there's certain places that bring me to a safe space. In uh, the movie theater is one of those that brings me into a calm, safe space. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, mine is legitimately my couch. I'm very safe there. But you're not, because um, I'm behind it. But, I'm ready to uh, stab you. No, I'm joking. But I might be. But wow, I might this be. Got, this got dark. Yeah, I. but no, I didn't really like I didn't really like Black Widow. I thought they could have done a much better job I liked job it. With it as far as what they were working with. All right, so here's my theory. Hold on, hold you on. Know, oh, 
I, I think I think uh, I think they went a little too hard with the whole like um, these are all super powerful women that were all put down by this man. There was a little bit of that that was kind of heavy handed, which is fine, but it wasn't. Not well fair. done. Let's enough. end it with this. Hold on. Also, Let's end it with this. So okay. if you if you back up and you like do widescreen of what they've done in the past year and a half, um, even during COVID, um, and I brought this up to Matt. Um, the guy who's not on this podcast, but um, uh, I talked to him a little bit about it, and he knows a little bit about it. Um, so all of these, all of them, since Phase 4, so end-to-end game, every movie or TV series has been a montage slash tribute to someone who has passed away in the end game, also of Passing of the Torch. So you have the first movie after Endgame was Spider-Man No Way Home. Not No Way Home, Far From Home, which was a signal, like a salute to Iron Man. It was a lot about Iron Man and him passing the torch to Peter Parker. Sure. The next was that we had was WandaVision, um, which was the passing of the torch of being the person, the other person who died in the Infinity War Endgame saga, which was Vision. It was a lot about vision, about passing the torch beyond vision to Wanda and White Vision. And then you have Falcon the Winter Soldier, which was the ending of Captain America and passing the torch to the next one. And then now we have um, Loki, who is the passing of the torch, also the signification of um, Loki, who died in Infinity War, and the passing of the torch to himself, because he's a narcissist. Um, but then you have, but but <laughs> then you have Black bit. Widow, who's the good. last person in the Infinity Saga to die, the big sacrifice. She gets her own series. How? No, she wasn't the last person. No, to no, die. I'm not saying man, man. the last person in this role. I'm talking about. So it actually goes reverse in reverse timeline oh. wise. But you in in the um, between Infinity War and Endgame, you had um, Black Widow, Vision. Um, Iron Man, Captain America, and oh wait, and Loki. Loki was those are the the five to die during the uh, Infinity War and um, Endgame. Those five heroes died, and now we're getting literally either TV shows or movies that envelop their theme. And so we are done. This is the last one that is the send off, the 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 epilogue to each of these people who died in these. These things, they, they this is their send off. Every one of the things we've seen since Endgame was a send off. It was an epilogue. It was the eulogy of all of the dead people who died. If you look at it in in widespan, like this is it. And so, Black Widow was the last one. Yeah. Yeah, I I I guess oh, so. Guess so. Like, they uh, planned that. Look at yeah. it. They planned. No, 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 no. They no. planned it out that way. They planned it, but I I don't know. It's it's a little unbalanced because you have a heavy hitter like Iron Man who started it all. His handoff going to Spider Man is good, but kind of no. sloppy on Marvel's part because they don't even own Spider. No, no they don't that even movie own was Spider-Man. so good for a send off for Iron Man too. That oh, was no. the best. It w- Iron no, Man that dude. no, dude. Uh, dude, no. I don't think Far From Home was a great send off for Iron Man. I think they could have left. Jeff, I'm about to drive to your house after we died. Fight. We're gonna fight on your lawn, dude. No, it no, no, was no, the no. best. Listen, listen. It wasn't bin- just encompassing Iron Man. It was encompassing all of Spider-Man's dads. 
which was the Hulk, Thor, like Hawkeye. He 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 invoked all of his yeah, dads dude, I, to fight off. Sure, fight sure, off Mysterio, sure. dude. He's I'm so saying good. it, dude. I'm saying it wasn't a just because it was a send off doesn't mean it was a. Good it was a great send off. Also, why would they? Great. Why would? Why would Marvel send something off to someone they don't own outright? It's crazy. I would have sent it off to Iron Lad since they put him in the funeral for some reason. But he also Dude, might he's be coming in. the conqueror. All right, so let's be honest. Iron in- Lad's coming in. We know. We know he has to. Yeah. 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 And Iron But Heart's he's not be connected in the same way know. Peter Parker was. He went back. The whole no, no, dude. Not, the whole reason Tony but Stark he was important enough to show he was up important at the enough funeral, for that man. scene. But the whole reason Tony Stark entered back into the Avengers was because he saw a picture of Peter Parker on his kitchen counter shelf. That was the whole reason yeah. for Mobius. Uh, give me the Mobius thing. Like he was trying to figure out time travel for Peter Parker, not for some random kid in Colorado sure. who helped him. Build his thing. No, oh, oh, Iron Lad is oh, back. Iron oh. Lad is backseat. Peter Parker is passenger. Don't Wait. even give me that, David. We have to re- no. We have to rewind for a second. What if Mobius is a variant of Tony Stark's brother? To- who's Tony Stark's brother? What are you talking about? Tony Stark's. Br- Remember when uh, Tony was kind of surprised that his mom was pregnant? When oh, my God. I didn't realize that. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> this is a whole new so, podcast episode. So, a whole new podcast episode. Oh, my episode. God. Okay. In, all right. In a nutshell, and I know I'm getting yeah, details are. wrong. Yeah, here. you are. An alien, an alien of some kind that might have been Cree or something or an eternal or an inhuman. Somehow, there's another Stark child. Who was supposed to be the genius one, as like, as like gifts were given by an alien to um, to his mother. There's another Stark child somewhere because if you see Tony's face when it was like, wait, how long is she? Oh, I don't know about you know here, and he's doing the math in his head, and he goes, huh? He's not even affected by it, but you can tell he's doing math. Why would he do math if he knows he's yeah. going to be born in six months? He knows what his birthday is but he didn't know he had an older brother. The older brother is Dude. Mobius. Dude, I love it. I love it. What? I love it. All right. So that's that's All right, let's, that, that's let's my end it right on that, that weird I, ass theory cuz that doesn't count. Um <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. When does when does he think his mom's pregnant? When is that? In the 70s hologram? So what no man, when they when they're in Endgame and they they're getting the pin particles and shit when they're back at uh, he's Fort, talking about um, Tony McKinley. He's talking McKinley. about Tony. Yes, he is. No, he's not, dude. I don't know because when no when he, he's like, yeah, my wife's pregnant. He goes, how far along is she? And why would he ask and look like he's doing math? Because he's trying to he figure out when he was is. born. He looks surprised. Yeah, no, dude. No, he knows he know he knows his own fucking birthday. Okay? When's your Tony birthday? Tony Stark Jeff? knows his own birthday. All right, well, that's more than I know, because I don't know my own birthday. And so you got one on me. Dude, no. I understand. You understand what I mean, though, right? He, yeah, he he knows his own birthday. Why would he be surprised that his wife was pregnant when he picked a very specific date to go back in time to? Tony Stark's brain works faster than ours, and I figured that one out. You're a smart guy. You're a smart guy, Jeff. Um, uh, 
I'm really not. I just I just talk really fast. The so what if trailer just at the end. The what if trailer <laughs> looks awesome. I'm super stoked. Ooh. I think it's Marvel canon. I think it's gonna yep. play in. We're gonna find out why it plays in at the end of Loki. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, it's I the multiverse. So. I think we're gonna get easy. the multiverse yeah. at at the end of Loki, and what if is gonna play right into that. I would love to see uh, the Loki that we know come across oh, zombie Captain God. America and zombie Iron Man and go, oh, no, that, no, I don't love that. <laughs> or like something, love something that. like that. I, I'm, I'm, excited, I'm excited for what if. I'm more excited for what if than I was about Black Widow. I am still excited about yes. Shang-Chi. It's going to be the best version of yes. Mortal. Dude, it's going to be the best version yes. of Mortal Kombat we've ever right, seen. So we're going to do another episode. Are you free later on this week after um, Loki drops so I can tell you I told you so at the end of this or what? Yeah, it looks like it's going to rain all day Wednesday, all right, so I'll have most um, of the day off. Dude, so good to chat with you. This was a great episode. And uh, yeah, do you want to tell anybody who wants to follow you where to follow you at? Ah, yeah, you can find me. I no changed way. my handle recently because I'm trying to make it this. Well, I want to make it the same over yeah. across like, all platforms. So uh, I'm JS Pitcher Media instead of JS Pitcher Writer because I'm also doing photography and, and might do music writer, and that kind so of stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm horrible, actually. I definitely <laughs> don't have any works published called Dreamstride, Dreamstride on Amazon.com. On Amazon, you everybody. can get it for Kindle. Yeah. It's on Kindle Direct. Yeah. It's it's actually good. Don't get Welcome to Hell. That one's it. not what very are you talking good. About? I liked it. <laughs> Dude, no, it was fun. Um, I might do. Um, I might just do a reading of I it and like, put great, it on yeah. as a podcast at some point. Uh, that way, I can have my southern accent. That I isn't told real you, I would dub the that. guy that runs. I would dub the southern heck. accent, dude. Oh my god! Do you want? Do yeah, you want to yeah, do yeah, a totally. live reading of it where southern you're accent. playing? You're playing Satan's oh, younger I'm brother saying, Stan, and I got this done. And we run hail, but he really runs the hail. But I don't oh, really god. do it. But I'm there. Yeah, dude, I can totally do. I can totally do <laughs> that for you. We should do this, uh, and we should I do a video of it. Idea. That sounds like a blast. All right, follow Jeff um, and all his tags. <laughs> all you can right. follow me at Pardonable Art on Twitter and um, Instagram, and you can follow the podcast at Pardonable Pod on Twitter and Pardonable Podcast on Instagram. Um, love you guys, and we will see you back in a few days because I postponed this one way late into the week, and so. Um, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Bye, everybody.